said, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea. I wrote down this. One thing they could have feared if they wanted to was there's no way to get out of this storm. They're not on the side where they can easily row to shore and get out of the storm that they're stuck in. They're stuck in it. They're in the middle of the ocean. And they can't get out of it. But I thought about you might be afraid tonight or somebody here might be afraid, somebody may be afraid listening live that you're afraid because you're in the midst of the storm and you can't go anywhere in the world to get out of what you're in. Hello and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Thank you for deciding to listen today and be a part of our listening family. We pray that everything is a great blessing to you. But if you get in that middle of the storm, in that eye of the storm, it'll be uplifting. Amen. I tell you, like I said a minute ago, I find nothing but destruction in the world. I find nothing but heartache and problems and sorrow. But man, I tell you, I get with the Lord and He uplifts me. He encourages me. Amen. Amen. There's a peaceful place now of the storm. Thank God He's peace. Amen. He reveals Himself to us. Thank God He don't just reveal Himself to us, but then He... He also gives power to do the impossible in the midst of a storm. You can talk bad about Peter if you want to tonight, but Peter's the only disciple walked on water. Nobody else did it. John the disciple didn't walk on water. He was pretty, he was he was a pretty he was a pretty good Christian person. John the John the disciple was. Mark was a good Christian, but he didn't walk on water. Luke was a good Christian. They didn't walk on water though. Only Peter done it. Only Peter done it. Man, Peter had a big mouth. I feel like I really, really, really identify with Peter. <laughs> I can relate to Peter. Peter's always taking his foot and shoving it right in his mouth. Amen. Maybe y'all never shove your foot in your mouth. Man, I know exactly what shoe leather tastes like, don't you? I've had to eat my shoe leather many a time. Thank God for him helping me pull it back out. Amen. But Peter, in these verses, look at verse number 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Man, if you was in that boat, would you not have thought Peter was a lunatic? Peter, you're in a perfectly good boat. Are you an idiot? Peter, have you lost your ever-loving mind? Man, you not notice there's a storm out there? Man, the storms are brewing. Man, I'm telling you, we're going to go down. And you want to get out of the boat? Are you crazy? Peter, you're out of your mind. Man, I hear the rest of them guys, what are you thinking, Peter? What would have been a good thing to say? I can sit here John the disciple and say, won't you ask him to stop the storm from being like it is? That would have been a better thing to ask. Won't you ask him to help us get to the other side? But Peter didn't say that. If it's you, bid me come out of thee on the water. Boy, can I tell you this? It really ain't a bad request. Because if you think about it, you think, well, man, Peter should have known he can't do the impossible. Well, two things about that is, one is, he did the impossible. And the other thing is, right before this, the Bible said, Jesus told him, said, I give you power over demons of hell. That's what he did. Gave him power over the demons of hell. So I believe Peter done said, you know what? Man, he gave me power to go get over the demons of hell. He probably let me walk on water. Hey, Lord, if that's you, tell, let, let me come. I'll tell you what's a blessing is. He said, come. 
He said, come on. You say, Peter had a stupid request. Well, it must not have been too bad because the Lord said, come on, Peter. Come on, Peter. Let, let, think about what we're reading too, by the way. If you're in the darkness, could you see where to put your foot? Man, Peter, when he stepped out, he had to step out in darkness. He had to step out in a place he could not see and, and just trust completely. What Brother John taught on Nar you a little while ago, preached Nar you a little while ago. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him. Amen. Hey, listen, that's just saying, God, I don't understand. I don't see where I'm stepping. I don't even know how to do what I'm doing. But God, here I go. And you step out on nothing. Just believe in God. Trust in God. We'll help you. Amen. I was trying to encourage you. Now, I believe it encourage you to help you. If me and you just realize, man, just keep on stepping out and believe in God and just do what God told you to do and it'll, it'll work out. Listen to this. He said, and Peter answered him, Lord, if it be, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. He said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. He's going in the right direction, wasn't he? Sure. Say, so he got on the water. To go to Jesus. That's a good direction to be going. Listen, he had his eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus. He's fixed on the Lord Jesus. They, he was looking at him. Man, he was paying attention only to Jesus. He said, man, I'm not worried about walking toward the storm. But I'm worried about walking toward, toward the one walking on the storm. Walking on the water. I'm going to walk toward the Lord Jesus. Listen to this. Not only that, but then the Bible says, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Uh, there's a couple of lessons taught in this verse. A couple of lessons I believe you can see in verse number 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. When he got his eyes off of Jesus and he got his eyes on the storm, he went back from being no fear to a boatload of fear. Really, that's what they had anyway in the boat he was in earlier was a boatload of fear. But he got out of the boatload of fear, looking at Jesus with no fear, walking toward him on the water, but then he looked at all them, them winds and waves and he got afraid again. He got afraid again. Listen, it may be that when you got saved, boy, you got your eyes right on the Lord. Man, you really got me. Now I'm talking about you got right in there. I mean, you got your eyes focused on Him. You're ready to do whatever He tells you to do. And then now you just, man, all the time, you're afraid of doing this, afraid of doing that, afraid to try to live for Him this way, afraid to try to serve Him like this, afraid you won't be good enough to do what God wants you to do. I say, go out and serve Him. But listen to this. Not only you see the fact that in the verse, you see that fear made Peter fall. But you also see in beginning to sink, he cried saying, thank you, Miss man. He cried saying, Lord, save me. But listen to that verse. He said, beginning to sink. I'd always read that verse, Brother James, to, me, to, to be like this. That Peter, I kept missing beginning to sink. I kept missing that thing. He's, you know, he's, he's waiting until he's got about neck high on his door that he finally says, Lord, I pray, dear God, help me. Lord, save me. But not until he gets neck deep. That ain't what the Bible said. The Bible said, beginning to sink. I believe the moment Brother, Brother Peter felt his feet give way, he said, Lord, save me. He immediately knew that he messed up. 
By the way, a Christian, best thing me and you ever do is realize immediately when we mess up. Realize immediately and say, Lord, save me. You start to see yourself lose your desire for praying, lose your desire for your Bible, lose your desire for church, lose your desire for doing right, and you begin to see yourself fall. Say, Lord, save me. Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. Salvation is not what we need to be, not is what we need to be saved. We don't need to be saved again in that way. But we do need to be saved from our mess we make. Not saved as in getting saved by the grace of God, because you got that one. If you ask Jesus to save you, you got that when you got saved. But then we make a mess sometimes. We've got to get things right. And it'd be best for you, it'd be best for me if we don't pile it up, pile it up, pile it up to we're neck deep in it. Instead, there's a moment you feel your feet give way. Thank you again for listening to the Victory Bible Podcast. Look forward to you listening again with us next time. If you're not saved, our prayer is you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of this podcast. You pray and ask Him to be your Savior. Our, our prayer is if you're saved and discouraged, you be encouraged. And if you are saved and, man, you're trying to do your very best, we pray that you just keep on keeping on doing what God has called you to do. We love you. May God bless you. Have a great day.